Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Vassals of Kingsgrave Soccer Cast. If you didn't know it, today is the day every England fan has dreamed of for 55 years. It is England versus Italy at Wembley in the final of the European Championships. And to review the semi-finals and get the hype going, I'm joined by Grand Maester Bing and our Queen in Red and White, Bina. I'm already wearing my Saka shirt. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. Hmm. How are we feeling, guys? I'm, I feel like I've been the most pro-England person on this podcast since the beginning of the tournament. I've been the most positive about the chances. Well, right? not really, because Noah predicted they'd win and you predicted... Uh, that's true. Yeah. At the end, he did, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, a big uh, U-turn that I'm sticking to. <laughs> so, you, so being supremely confident, which is a perilous position to be in as an England fan, and being... A... I'm an England fan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just clearing that up there before any of the listeners uh, think any less of you. <laughs> and Bina, are you... I mean, I am... I'm... Uh, Toing and froing between terrified and the bathroom. <laughs> what I feel is, is it doesn't matter who wins. Like, I feel Italy has the big game experience. They've played incredibly well. They've gotten better. So they are the stronger team. I think despite home advantage, we're underdogs. But I feel it doesn't matter. If we win, that'll be obviously ridiculous and amazing. If we don't win, I don't care because I feel that We've still achieved a great deal with a very young side. And the manner with which, not necessarily the fans at all time, but the manner with which the team has conducted itself and Gareth Southgate, you know, as a sort of a symbol of team unity, the team is bigger than the player. They seem to be having a lot of fun um, and they've stood up for the values they believe in with, you know, taking the knee as a united group, even though the fans booed them, I think is really inspirational. So we're winners either way. I'd love to win it. But I think we have to be fair and say Italy are probably marginally stronger. Well, not even marginally, probably stronger. Um, And it's going to be a cracking game of football. Can't wait. But I'm going to watch it through gritted teeth and stamping around the room and leaving at points because it's going to be absolutely petrifying the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, are you underdogs? You're at Wembley. Yeah, but that... Italy's not that much better than England. I mean, in terms of, especially when you look at the profile of the players, I think England probably is, uh, is... And their players play at bigger teams. The recent Champions League was con- uh, was contested between two English teams. Uh, the richest teams in the world are all England. Uh, the old you look down up and down the, the squad. You have players that play for Chelsea, Manchester City, um, Manchester United, etc. If you just look at that, I don't think England should be underdogs. Having gotten this far, it's marginal. It is marginal. The differences sure. between the two teams. I don't. I think in terms of track record. I mean, you know, Italy have a far better track record in finals and just silverware on the shelf than England do, no doubt. But yeah, agreed. In terms of uh, profile of player, it swings more towards England. Um, But like I always say, history doesn't mean anything to shouldn't mean anything to these players. Um, (laughs) Well, finally, for this England team, it seems like it doesn't. It seems like some of that has been shaken off you know um... what i would say to you bing is that for other players other teams playing at home i think is a huge advantage 
But I think for England, because in general, in national football, we, we hype it up and place so much pressure on our teams in a way that, you know, I think I said at the start of this on one of our earliest soccer casts, my friend Alex Muscatelli saying, when he moved from Italy to here, like, we care about football, you guys go absolutely nuts. So I think it should be a home advantage. But I just think, can you imagine walking out to effectively, I don't know what proportion, but say 40 out of 60,000 fans at Wembley who are pro-England, knowing what it means to the nation, knowing that your national football song is all about how we've never won and knowing how the Queen has sent you a, you know, a telegram telling you that she's proud of you and go and do your best. I mean, I think the amount of pressure we pile on players, honestly, I reckon if you ask Gareth Southgate, he'd probably be happy playing the final in Baku, just away from all the hype. I, mean, I feel like that's, I mean, the way of responsibility is... I feel like in uh because of two of your English, it I mean it can feel that way, but I mean two thousand sixteen France I don't know the the French had that much less responsibility to win it, and, and the fact that they lost wasn't any less of a disappointment. Um, and and if you and, and even even like this tournament, which uh like we look at how the French media absolutely tore the team apart, uh. Like, basically revealing every single sort of details about the personal lives of all of their players after they lost. I don't, I don't know if it's that, that, I don't know if it's that much different. Uh, when Maybe you go not. Around the world. I mean, if you, okay. So if, here's a little bit of perspective. The, the Copa America just happened last night and I was watching that. And that was between Argentina and Brazil, right? Dude, uh, there's the fact that Lionel Messi and his Argentina team finally winning a co- uh, some sort of big international tournament. Um, I last agree. Night. Messi is, is less... arguably the greatest yeah. player of all time. Finally, winning with his national team is indeed arguably bigger than if England won tonight, right? Because he is such an right. iconic player. I mean, so, so there, there, there are pressure, right? That's exerted upon teams all over the world, depending on who they are. And, and sure, definitely England has a lot of pressure, given the fact they haven't won anything in such a long time. That said, people care a lot about football in England. People sure care a lot about football in Brazil and Argentina. The difference is, isn't it, that England, you know, you have tier one and tier two teams. Tier one teams are teams that have won stuff, right, in living memory. So Spain, Portugal, Italy, France, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, they've all won stuff Denmark. in the last, say, decades. <laughs> decades. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Greece. tier two teams, say, like, Netherlands, you know, people who were once great. And the, the problem with England is England is basically, if you looked at the track record, a tier two team that thinks it's a tier one team. Yeah. And I feel that that's the difference. They don't have the big game experience that the pressure, you know, for sure, Italian fans really want Italy to win. If it was in Rome, it would be insane. But it's not like this is your, the stakes are all in this match because you don't know. It might be another bloody 55 years before you're in another major tournament final, right? So. Maybe. Um, oh, like, look at, I mean, this current Italy team, the, the, the only big game experience most of these players have is failing to qualify for the World Cup. So Italy definitely turned it on. So I think ultimately it comes down to matchups. And because one thing, one thing you have to commend uh, Gareth Southgate and and uh, Roberto Mancini for throughout this tournament is that they've been very good at man management, mm. um, in in managing expectations with the media and in 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 managing managing their players and preparing them for every single game. Both teams are here mostly because of Lad more than anything else, uh, because they've certainly been outplayed throughout this tournament in various different junctures of this tournament, but they came out in the end. And isn't that another reason to fear Italy? Because they have 
I mean, I think Southgate is absolutely tremendous, but Italy arguably have the manager of the tournament. Uh, why can't Southgate uh, also yeah. be <laughs> the manager of the tournament? Maybe he yeah. will be, and he's yeah. you know he's been ballsy. Maybe we should get into pre reviewing the semi-finals because that will give us sure. some of the the courageous decisions that were taken. Should we start with Italy Spain? I guess given that that went yes. first. The first game, the first game, Italy Spain. Obviously, Italy triumphed. Uh, eventually on penalties. Um, you know, it was a high-octane encounter. Um, I think ultimately the better team did win, but um, Spain's turnaround in this tournament is something they should be proud of. Uh, to pull it out from, I can't remember who they played, but that nil-nil awful game, Sweden. not a shot on target. Yeah. <laughs> um, to kind of turn it around and... Uh, get this far is, is against all expectations. Um, but again, you know, Spain are kind of that similar team to Italy. They either do very well or very badly. They did pretty well. Chiesa getting on the score sheet again. He's definitely one of Italy's best players and he's someone we need to worry about tonight for sure. I think I'll be surprised if he doesn't start. How big an advantage is it to England that Spinazzola's injured? Huge. Because yeah. Emerson is not the same profile player as Spinazzola. It's not so much like, like, like in terms of pure quality, Spinazzola is not much better, but like in terms of playing style, Spinazzola is so much. It's just different. Emerson just can't threaten England's defense like Spinazzola can. You saw that in the game. Uh, Emerson was kind of confused the entire game about what he should be doing. Mm. <laughs> I forgot he played for Chelsea. <laughs> Barely plays for Chelsea these days. Did you did you guys catch the penalties? Um, yeah. The heroics at the end, Donna Rama. <laughs> right. So that's another uh, problem that uh, England has to deal with. I mean, I feel like Spain, arguably the best keeper of the tournament, right? Yeah, probably one going to be very soon the best keeper in the world. I think. Mm. Um, he's twenty two years old. That's <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? He began starting games for AC Milan when he was twenty uh, when he was seventeen. <laughs> Wow. He has had AC Milan fans throw money at him because he wouldn't resign the contract. So I don't think he's really uh, phased by anything at this point. So that's a definitely going to be a hurdle for England having to overcome. That's it. I feel like Spain over, uh, outplayed Italy in the in the semifinal. I feel like Chiesa's goal was very much against the run of play. And I think mm. I feel like if Spain had just a little bit more cutting edge in up front and a little bit more stability in the defense, they probably should have won that game. I don't know if everyone agrees. It was tight. It was tight. Yeah, and you will find commentators who say that Spain deserved to win. They were the better team on the night. I mean, I know that's Roy Keane was saying that we were just watching the coverage of the you just rewatch the sort of post semi-final coverage. Um, there are people who think Spain deserved to win. I didn't, but that is not an uncontroversial opinion. No, not at all. I mean, a, a lot of people will see it went to penalties, and I, I don't agree with the some people's perspective that penalties are a lottery. You know, it's something that you practice and train at. Manchester United play uh, late in Orient, then man on penalties, Manchester United should win because just the skill and the, the quality is there, you know, and Italy deserve to deserve to go through. They they took the better penalties. But yeah, it was tight. It was very tight and it, it could have been either way. I think I would have preferred to get Spain, but it's, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. They're both decent teams. And I think in, you know, ultimately in the final, the two most, I think the team, the two teams who have consistently been at, at their best 
have made it through. Yeah, I think that's valid. That's true. Uh, that's true. Um, I got a very quick word about Spain, if I can. This this team is going to be a, going to be a threat uh, going forward, coming through this tournament. Um, I mean, coming in, there was a lot of question marks about the selections. It's a bunch of. It's a very young and very new team for Spain, right? Um, having having now largely left behind their sort of the the the, the period of two Euros and one World Cup behind. Um, but um, I mean, it's a very up and down tournament. Uh, but I think a lot of their young younger players had accrued a lot of very useful experience. Um, Pedri, probably the player of the tournament. Mm. Uh, he is uh, is he still eighteen right now or nineteen? Yeah, eighteen. Um, and that's the thing. So, so like I think overall, you probably, you're probably England will probably be better, be happy that uh, we'll probably be happier playing Spain rather than Italy. But um, England doesn't have a player like Pedri at all. And the and the reason why uh, Spain I feel like had the upper hand in their game against Italy is that they basically just completely erased Italy's midfield um, and just controlled the ball. And Pedri was integral to that. Uh, He's so young. That's yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah. And I don't know if England has the players uh, to do the same thing as what Spain did. Mm. Sadly, I think you could be right there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I don't have too much more to say about the uh, Italy-Spain final, if there are any more thoughts on that semi-final, sorry. Um, we got a, a sort of a, a boozy, euphoric, uh, quick review <laughs> after the semi-final, but we can always, uh, we can always go over the, the glorious own goal and penalty again. <laughs> <laughs> glorious that's what you how you describe it huh <laughs> i mean I don't, I don't think that was so much a, a review as an instant reaction i don't think yeah. there was much biting analysis absolutely <laughs> there not. ever is <laughs> absolutely not getting swept up in uh sweet carolina <laughs> exactly um well yeah it was i mean it was uh, probably the Spain Italy game was the better of the two. Um, I felt there were there were patches of of real quality from both sides, England Denmark, but uh, it it yeah it was tough watching at times, and England weren't at their best, which is the only thing that worries me going into this game. I think uh, the, they haven't you know if they've sort of improved progressively throughout the tournament, and I think this was the one game. Yes, we got the win. It wasn't the kind of performance that kills you with okay. common. His distribution was horrendous. Um, yeah. I'd have to look up a stat, but I cannot remember him completing a pass, uh, like a long ball. or there, there were at least two or three occasions where he threw it to a Danish player in our half. <laughs> and Spart- it just gave them a break. I mean, it's a wonder that their goal came from a set piece. You know, fantastic goal that it was. It, it should have come from one of his errors. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he he will start tonight. There's no one else, you know, and Southgate's not someone to shake it up that much. But I mean, you know, all of those clean sheets and the great record, the defensive record in the tournament, hats off have to go to the defenders. Mm. Um, I feel like Pickford has been playing good up to, the, I think, the, uh, up to until the last game. Uh, but of course, going into the tournament, there was a lot of question marks about Jordan Pickford. Um, those questions disappeared when Nick Pope got injured. Um, because the other the other two choices are teams that are goalies who play for teams that got relegated last season. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, he's, I mean, he had a wild season for Everton, uh, which included him 
injuring Virgil van Dijk and taking him out for an entire uh, the, the entire season and the and and the, and the Euro, um, having some absolute howlers. <laughs> um, uh, but then he got steadied, his performance steadied uh, towards the end of the season. He's been I mean, he's been good, but again, he I mean his club form has been spotty since the World Cup. But like, it's hard to say. Like one one game, right? Uh, if you look at Spain's goalkeeper, uh, when I see more, one game he was at, he's having a nightmare. The other and for the next two games, he's been pretty good. So just sort of pray that they don't fuck up. So what would your prediction be for tonight? I asked, sadly, the Patrick the Tall can't be with us at this time slot. Um, I did ask him what his prediction was and he was like, one all and then Italy winning on penalties just because of match experience and talent. I, I don't think I, I don't think this will go to penalties. I think this will be settled in normal time. I'm expecting a red card, and who who that red card goes to uh, will probably decide the game. Who would um, your prime contenders be? Calvin Phillips for a cheeky second yellow. I mean, Giorgio Collini. Do you think I'll so? Only... I think he's he's too crafty. And so, so if you want to go over the matchups uh, of the teams, yeah, let's do that. Um, England has the better striker, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, Immobile has no. No, how do you feel about acknowledging that a Spurs player is, the, in fact, the better striker? Well, you, my husband just muttered under his breath, "He's not a striker." <laughs> I mean, you what can is say, he but, but a striker? You can, you, <laughs> my husband's a gooner, Bing. <laughs> he's a top scorer in the Premier League. How many times over by this point? <laughs> you could play. You could play Bukayo Saka at false nine. Uh, yeah, if you want to lose this oh, game. Oh, Jesus Christ. After the season, Arsenal decide I never want to hear the phrase false line again in my life. <laughs> if you want to lose this game, sure. <laughs> um, I mean, Harry Kane has certainly, certainly better, has better been better than Thierry Mobley since the, the knockout rounds. The Mobley has not done anything other than falling down uh, once against Belgium. <laughs> uh, and like and the options Italy have on a bench are even worse. Um, so it, England definitely has an advantage over there. And that's sort of, then that's one matchup England can sort of maybe think about uh, in that Italy's two central defenders are 36, what was Chiellini against 36? And 34, 33, 34 years old. Um, mm. Yep, some creaky knees at the back. And that's how Spain scored their goal, right? They sort of just cut through the middle, through Alvaro Morata. Well, and also whatever you want to say about Kane, he's certainly better than Alvaro Morata. That he is. That he is. Um, midfield, that's a little bit of worry, right? Because Agreed. Uh, especially if Southgate sticks to the same lineup and puts out uh, Rice and Phillips again. There was some, t- some talk about Henderson starting, but I'm not sure that really shakes things up too much. Do you think um, he's on I... a yellow card effect? this not really i mean it's hard to predict i don't think rice and phillips are have historically been players that attract cards rice did pick up a yellow in in the last game but and that was sort of rice worst game so far in the tournament i feel like right mm-hmm. uh, so um that said i don't know you shake things up that much you take rice off for henderson or you take i don't know if there's a switch that's to be made it's probably phillips off for uh henderson yeah agreed Right, Rice has been solid and he screens that back four well. I think he does need to make a change in there. I just, I thought the midfield was almost non-existent at times against Denmark. <laughs> it was, you know, a back six and a front four. And that's wonderful. kind of, yeah, yeah the, 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 link, the link wasn't there. And um, I would say a big problem was Mason Mount. I right. don't 
think he should be starting another game. He's just his performances haven't warranted that. When you see Bukayo Saka, who was the most, you know, for the first, well, I don't know when he came off about the 65th minute, let's say, coming off for Grealish. And then, you know, you, you, I would have preferred to see Mount come off Grealish through the middle, perhaps. I, I think I just want him to give Saka more time because he's always, every time he's played, he has been lively. Right. I think the problem with, with why he keeps taking Saka off is because he sort of run out of steam by 16 minutes, and which is part of part of credit to Saka because he sort of runs up and down, basically runs his lungs out up and down the, 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 the pitch, defending and attacking uh, for the team and why he's starting. But um, I feel like usually the reason why he's the one who gets taken off is because he's he's the one who's the first. Basically, every, every single sub that Zafka has been making this entire tournament is more based on fitness and also squad integrity rather than changing things up. That that strikes me as hollow though. Like I I mean I, I agree that that is probably what Southgate is thinking, but I mean Saka Saka played more minutes for Arsenal than any other player in the you know, I think Leno excluded. Maybe that's he the played problem. the most But then does uh, he have the tournament knackered then? Yeah. But then so does Kane, so does Sterling, so do all these players who have played that's tons and though. tons of domestic football. That's the thing though, look at Sterling, he doesn't seem to get tired at all. <laughs> I know, I know. Him. He's that's that. That's how he. I don't know if he's, he's on Scooby Snacks. He was insane in the extra time in the last match. Just carried on, just running. I was like, and that's yeah. really the only advantage England has is younger, well, fitter players, right? Well, well, fitness definitely. And I don't know what Southgate has done in terms of conditioning with these players, but that was how England won that game. Basically, they outlasted Denmark, which I think Patrick is here, so maybe he can attest <laughs> to that. Yes, welcome, Mister the Tour. Well, uh, hey guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. One of the things, yeah, they they had better stamina. That's I'm um, I'm sure England might have won no matter what, no matter what happened on the penalty there. Uh, just on on pure stamina, that's for sure. Uh, that's why I mean, especially right after, I wasn't really that uh, you know upset about what happened. So, so yeah, I think England has a has these yeah. Sterling is really good at running, and and uh, Walker is a is a champ. Yeah. Uh, those two will probably be the 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 the, the deciding factor. I th- actually think because yeah, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I th- I think uh, Kane is is great, and he does a lot of good things. But uh, if the if Italy is 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 smart enough, they'll do something about him. But they still can't do anything about the the, the defense powerhouse that Walker is. It's going to be a great battle today, Kane versus Chiellini. Yeah. I love Chiellini's attitude, though, right? He just comes out smiling the entire tournament now. I'm just so happy. (laughs) Yeah, I do have some (laughs) admiration for how he was with Jordi Alba uh, before the penalties were taken. (laughs) Fucking his mind Uh, Yeah, absolutely fucking with him. Getting his hands and rummaging around in there. (laughs) It's hard not to like him, but if he pulls any of that crap today... (laughs) Which he will, Hopefully he's like got he it all. Oh, of course he will. Of course he will. Absolutely. I just that that's again, that's my worry. That's why I say there's gonna be a red card, is because of the Italian shithousery combined with the <laughs> English aggression pumped up, we're gonna fucking do this and drag it home attitude. I don't see any uh I don't see any uh Davi Louise on uh England right now, thankfully. Um mm. Don't know, don't know. Depend. Uh, we're not. We've not got that idiot ref from the Danish game, have we? Feel like no, that idiot, it, that it, idiot it, ref won you that game. <laughs> no, it was. It's another Dutchman, uh, uh, yeah. but, not, oh, but not that one. Bjorn Kuiper. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, I, I think you'll find, Bing, that uh, it was the lovely person running VAR that day who. It was also decided... Dutch. <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah, but I feel like that rep in the, in, in, in the Denmark game, uh, he gave the penalty and the reason, and VAR just couldn't overturn it um, because there was sort of contact, although, you know, Sterling. That was, that was two <laughs> then don't, let's actually. not talk when about he, that. I mean, when he <laughs> the, uh, the I also feel England would have won anyway. I just think they were the better team on the night. So I think I mean, they were definitely the better team. team. I, I get upset, like I was saying this to my husband, like when you when you get a match, even in cricket, where a bad decision changed the result that was evidently going to happen, then I get really upset about it. And I would feel worse as an England fan if I didn't think we were going to win anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think this fundamentally turns on the match. I think, I think Peter Schmeichel said, said it as well. He said that it's the circumstances that really pisses people off. I think that if, if yeah, you had a lot of, uh, England had a lot of chances, really good chances to finishing off things off anyways yeah uh, but they decided the match on a iffy situation and that and that sort of pisses people off also all the other things that happened in the match also doesn't make it you know easier to to swallow for for a stains but uh but yeah, yeah uh, i mean i mean it was i mean to to be fair like if we because we didn't do a review of it like the fact that the fans were booing the danish national yeah. and the fact that some absolute i won't use the swear word was putting a laser pointer in michael's face it's not our finest hour as a host nation for sure um and i do feel if it if it had dragged three to penalties you guys would have won because Schmeichel would have just out saved um yeah so you know yeah yes i mean that that's that's i think that's consensus in general it's just Mm. what how, how many how many Feelings do you have connected to that situation, yeah. and that's I think that's what differs really. But uh, but in any case, it's it doesn't matter. We got what twenty three thousand pounds, <laughs> or you got twenty three thousand pounds in in penalty uh, in uh, fines. Yep. Uh, wow, the average yeah. football is really going to feel that, right? I mean, yeah, ow. <laughs> the, the, the FA, the FA, what what. What's the FA going to do with that fine? Oh no! Oh my they god! Just, they just—they'll just sell a seat in the box in Wembley. Um, yeah, ju- justice. I think that's what you would call that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I do completely agree with uh, Bina, and I think we just should make a point that it's, it is it is it, deplorable behaviour. We all get excited about this and pumped up and everything, but yeah, the behaviour was was shocking. No respect shown during the national anthem. I mean, it's ridiculous that our manager has to appeal to the public not to do it against Italy. Gary Lineker did the same. It's ridiculous. And, you know, there was a really funny meme video I sent around this morning of like this Italian fan saying, please don't attack Italian independent businesses in England after the match. And, you know, go go ahead and attack Pizza Express and people who put pineapples on their pizza instead. But... Mm-hmm. You can see it happening. That's the tragedy. It's, you can legitimately see drunken arseholding the fans going after Italian businesses. It just brings, you know, it's such a beautiful moment of, you know, national pride. And then there's always the sort of, you know, 15% who have to be twats. And it's annoying. No, yeah. I completely agree. There's a few Italian businesses, like nice little family-run delis and stuff around here. And yeah. you do worry for it. You do worry. I'd be boarded it, up if I were one of those. I really would. I mean, I really fear for Bar Italia in Soho, which is kind of an institution, and it's draped in Italian flags. And I just feel, and I know a lot of people are going down there to watch it. And you just think you wouldn't want to be them, would you, on the streets of Soho at eleven at night, regardless yeah, of the result? Yeah, they should just target the bad ones, the bad Italian restaurants. 
Well, that's what they were saying. This this funny video was saying target the chain restaurants who put pineapple pizza. <laughs> oh, it like gave a list of businesses it's permissible to attack on behalf yeah. of Italians for like sacrilege against Italian cuisine. So yeah, these these guys suck. Also, the Italian national anthem is a banger, so you should probably just listen to it. It's hilarious. It's just brilliant. It just it it happens, and you think it's over, and then it just carries on with a little key change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as my husband just pointed out they don't start singing for a minute it's, it's just brilliant it's such good value it's like the italian military uniform the shitter a country's military the better the uniform like the more flor- sort of over the top and florid and gold brady so i, I always have the higher the kicks when you when you march exactly <laughs> the com- the comedy military <laughs> walks <laughs> Oh yeah, but no, the the match um today is going to be I I think because you have again have maybe not equally matched but differently they they will compensate for each other the, these two teams and I think that will probably be a a one all uh, sort of situation. Also, maybe a lot of the players are not as uh, fit as they were in the beginning or middle of the, of, of this tournament. So I think maybe we we will see a slightly more subdued match if it goes all the way to penalties i judging by how pickford acted last time i think that if he feels the pressure again today he will you know not bring it basically and that's... i mean never mind even pick pickford i mean harry kane missing the penalty i mean he got it in on a rebound but the nerves were evidently getting to him too yeah he has never missed the penalty against Arsenal and he fucking chooses then to miss it. And honestly, honestly, my nan could have put a more convincing effort you know, on goal than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Casper <laughs> Michael? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I mean, you can, you can place it in a corner and, you know, all Casper had to do was fall to one side. Well, he did. And then, then Kane took it and, 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 you know, finished it off. So, yeah. to, to be honest, that's not where... That's not where we have the beef, really. And he he did a fine penalty because he came, it went in the the goal, right? So mm. that's the most important part. Uh, yeah. And 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 fair play to him for not mentioning, you know, moaning about the laser thing. You know, easy, easily, easy to bring that up and blame that. But you know, top professional, Casper Michael. I mean, it is hilarious watching the sort of the post match reaction from various teams and kind of various sets of supporters and supporters podcasts that it does feel that the Danes took it very graciously, the whole package of that match Mm. and everything that went wrong. And yet you'd be watching like the sort of the Spanish footballing press basically accusing UEFA of being in a conspiracy with England to award us the final um, it, it feels like the Spanish are way more bitter than the Danes, and I don't really understand why. Well, it's, the Spanish have a longer, are more used to winning. Yeah, but it was, it, it, was they, it was like QAnon level stuff. It was hilarious. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, and also they have this very insular media culture. Basically, Marsa is basically Real Madrid's uh, mouthpiece. Mm. But also, I feel if, if any team that that got screwed by UEFA was Denmark because they had to travel all the way from Baku to London. <laughs> Um, Agreed. And really, that's what did I think what did Denmark in uh, having to play at Baku. Should, uh, just, should just hold the next one in Pyongyang. <laughs> pretty much, we're going. The next one is in Qatar. <laughs> 20, 2026, Here we come. But let's be fair to the four teams that were all in the semi-finals. They all played all of their group matches at home, right? So yes, I don't think anyone can really complain. 
even if oh, no, there was a trip to Baku. Ah, it's fine. It's and neither were the and neither were the Danish complaining. In fairness, was everyone else? Um, no, but, yeah. and again, yeah, grace and style deserved deserve the respect that they've gained in this tournament. And um, yeah, all the best going forward. I had a, um, uh, I, I read a, I read an article from a journalist that said something about like um, it was basically probably the best way Denmark could have gotten out because now we have like something to be a bit angry about a bit a bit miffed about and stuff like that instead of maybe just losing to Italy petering out like that and uh, <laughs> that is quite and, funny. so it's we actually have a story now to say well we would probably would have won if if it hadn't been for all that shit uh, yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so that's I think it's it's, it's fine it's uh, there's a lot of things that you know I hope that doesn't happen again on against Italy uh but uh well whatever it's just football right no it's life <laughs> definitely <laughs> for some people not in england today you you have no idea if england win or lose well if we win the euphoria for the next 55 years is <laughs> is just i mean i almost hope we don't win because we will be unbearable and those players I mean, they'll just be destroyed. I mean, like the the hype, the publicity. Really? Someone like Saka, their head will be totally turned. I mean, it will it will be ridiculous. Um, I mean, obviously, I want us to win, so I'll take that all back. But we will be the most unbearable nation on the planet for the next two years. My husband's muttering, "We already are. We're not." Uh, our entire uh, uh, well, is well, about well. It's about yeah. how we're losers. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with your uh, your husband. My name. My name, uh, brother. Your namesake, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think that I, I simply just under, don't understand that the song is it's coming home. What? When? I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. So, what, I don't understand the, it. Uh, so, in defense of that song, right? That song's ironic. <laughs> it's yeah, it's more about it's like ironic. England keep but, failing, and and the, yeah. the, the coming home part is England literally staging a tournament in 1996. Okay, okay, <laughs> um, so but it's but a very people... misunderstood song. I would so, say. So, yeah, so, so, really so, so why so why doesn't people say it ironically anymore? We do say in fairness, you know, like the it's coming home thing. Like we did invent football. I mean, that's not a lie. <laughs> so it's not that we have to win something to bring it home. We originated it as a game. <laughs> oh dear. But it is a, it's it's a song about how we're losers. So I think when people think we're singing it in some kind of like, you know, jingoistic rah rah we're amazing way. I mean it we really are the only nation on earth who could like glorify ourselves in a sports song about how shit we are. Um and, and they'll be destroyed if if we actually win because that song will have no meaning. I mean it becomes pointless at that point. <laughs> Oh well, I mean, anyway. losing a song versus actually winning a tournament. <laughs> a very good song, but we'll still have World in Motion and uh, Vindaloo. So, right, you know, sure. we have we have a rich tradition in football songs. Uh, anyways, back to the game. Um, back to the game. Well, I feel well, like well, actually, actually, I'll take this moment. I'll take this moment while we're while we're slagging off UEFA. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get a, a few jabs in here. Go on. How fucking dare they put the European Championship final on eight o'clock on a Sunday? On a fucking Sunday? Are they, they've just written off G- millions and billions of pounds of GDP for tomorrow because the country's going to be in fucking shambles. No one is going to turn up to work sober tomorrow. And who is it benefiting the goddamn Americans? Yeah. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, Bing. <laughs> <laughs> why, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know what you're saying. I'm watching the, the the Gold Cup tonight, watching the US take on Martinique. You're gonna watch US versus Martinique rather than the UEFA final. It's it's coming after the final. It's at oh, eight okay. o'clock on our time. How does it make sense? It's a European tournament and it's it's at a time that benefits America. Well <laughs> They don't they don't have good football over there. They need ours. Yeah, well they can fucking <laughs> stay up late or whatever. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> No, it's it's sad, Noah. It's sad. We need to. It's like sending aid. It's saying sending sending foreign aid, sort of like. <laughs> if keep, keep complaining, keep complaining, we'll we'll make up another super league. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Um, I'm gonna start my own tournament, and it's gonna be on at a reasonable time, and it's gonna be perfectly situated so that we can drink and not have to worry about work in the morning. What's this going to be called? The Reasonable Cup? <laughs> the Unemployed Cup, my husband say. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, no kids are going in school tomorrow. Every kid's staying up late. If it goes to extra time and penalties, I will immediately email my exec. I already cancelled. Someone had the audacity to put a nine o'clock catch up in my diary for tomorrow. I was like, well, that's not happening. Especially if it's on I've video. Got, I've got 9.30 and it's going to be but painful. <laughs> if, if we win, there is... I'm just cancelling all meetings until the afternoon, at minimum, uh, if not the day. Because that's what, what I've worked my entire life for to get to this age is to be in the position of power whereby if England win a major tournament, I don't have to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it's all led to this power. moment. <laughs> well, some of us have just started a new job and have German bosses. <laughs> <laughs> At least not Italian. That would be a bit spicy. Yeah, it would be. It would be. Although, Ooh. at least they'd be just as hungover. Should we do our predictions? Go round. I sort of already did mine. Yeah. So it's going to be one all, and then uh, probably Italy going to win on, on penalties. Sorry. I guess so one for the Italians thing. I guess I've been pro England, again, pro England in terms of, in, at least in terms of their, their team. Uh, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, I'll go with England 1 nothing in extra time, uh, just outlasting the Italians in terms of fits. Bina? I think it will be 2 1 to Italy, and there will be a red card which Italy will incite, but it will fall on us. Like they would no, I think open full normal time. I agree. Red but card it, two oh. two one normal time, but Ooh. England are gonna take it. Oh good spread. Okay. Good for you. Philip thinks it's gonna be what? Two one to Italy, but we score first. Just to get our hopes up, just to tease Ooh. us. Oh that's, yeah. That's that's, that's that's the the words of a man. I, I can tell you that stings. I can tell you that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Patrick the Dawes speaks for him uh, yeah. Uh experience her well that um, wound hasn't healed yet it's only been four days <laughs> feels like it's been a year since that game <laughs> oh I've been, well so I've, we, I've we split been, down the middle yeah yeah i've been through Sorry, uh, several st- stages of grief already so uh but i, th- I feel, feel like we're out on the acceptance part now but yeah two two one yeah that that also sounds fair if 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 uh italy may- manages to get it before extended time that pro- that's probably also but yeah, I'm 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 sticking to the 1-1 one, one, I think all right all right well I think we're uh, we split down the middle on that one so we'll, we shall have to see any more for any more uh, once again congratulations to our to Messi and Argentina for finally winning something <laughs> yeah sure he likes playing in light blue so we'll see him in the premier league next year probably yeah, if if Barcelona do go bankrupt, which is kind of high high likelihood they could. Jesus. Okay. Well, um, 
I am going to start stress eating soon, accompanied with stress drinking. I'm not sure when we'll be able to do a follow-up, um, perhaps a, cre- a quick screaming whilst running around North London afterwards. Yeah, we can do a little we can do a little ten minute reaction either way. I think it's only fair. We we took our glory when we won, so if we lose we should take our we should express our pain as well. If we win, obviously it'll just be insane. Yeah. I yeah, I can't even imagine it. You know, Wednesday was crazy enough. It's gonna be mm. chaos. Hopefully mostly the good kind though. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. All right, boys. Uh, well and enjoy. It's coming home, Vindaloo, we're scoring one more than you, all of that. <laughs> I wish I had that. And you just gotta, you just gotta. Irrational confidence is what we need right now. Mm. What do you think it's like in the camp? What do you think the players do? You know, you're four hours ahead of the biggest game of your life. Going to the toilet, shitting <laughs> themselves, literally. They're playing air hockey, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think the Italians do? Because I, I feel the Italians would be calmer the... and more confident. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's a long wait. It is a long wait. An eight o'clock kickoff. It yeah would have taken a while. I, I mean Southgate. Southgate's been brilliant, keeping keeping the spirits up. So we'll we'll have to see if it's worked again. I'm I'm confident. No matter what team he picks, it will be the right team. Just depends. Just depends on all of the stuff we've. Sorry, no, it's coming home. <laughs> oh, I really hope so. Mm. <laughs> All right, oh, then, boys dear. and girls. Yeah. Pat, uh, Patrick, who are you supporting? Who am I supporting? I'm supporting England, but I think it's Italy's going to win. Bing, who are you supporting? I, don't, I haven't supported any team in this tournament. Cool. I continue to watch with an interested eye. In- <laughs> well, you, you should put a tenner on England to win, and then that will get you off the sofa if someone scores. <laughs> I, I never bet on sports. He wouldn't, even do, he wouldn't even do fantasy league. <laughs> yeah, true. Me neither. I don't. Well, but yeah, we'll have to get we'll have to get you in for the Premier League one uh, in a month. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Well, see you guys later. Maybe. Yeah. Let's. We'll try and do a quick quick round up call at the end. Yeah. Have fun. Bye. Right, have all fun. the best, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.